0: is happening this is possibly probably the craziest offseason in nfl history we got a lot to talk about here today coming off of a break naturally we knew we were going to come off this break with a lot of shit to talk about because free agency kicked off and jesus christ it is not disappointing joins me as always i got shane in here shane how you doing how you feeling
1: i'm pretty good you know excited um, lots of shit happening yeah a lot of stuff happening um excited man i mean tomorrow's my birthday Happy birthday. Happy big, birthday. Big two seven, Big, two, big two seven. Happy birthday Tyler.
0: His is coming up too. Happy
1: yep. birthday, Tyler. Happy birthday, You're not Tyler. He's not here.
0: Yeah, he's not here. I wasn't here last time, which also shout out to the boys. Single
1: show. Listen, guys.
0: <laughs> Single show.
1: <laughs> I haven't looked at the stats, but if that show was not watched a lot, it's okay. Because <laughs> I debacle that shit so bad.
0: Yo, I, okay, so when after you left I was looking at the video right with Tyler and I was sitting there just watching the beginning and Tyler he didn't tell me what happened or anything but he told me that production was bad and I'm sitting there watching the beginning and I I watch you do this both hands back over your mouth and i immediately said like as you pull back i'm like oh no he's gonna forget to turn down the music isn't he <laughs> yep yep 100 percent. oh i lost it i, I was, was sitting there like talking to the, the
1: mic and uh, <laughs> like because you know we can hear ourselves in the headset. yeah right? yeah yeah so i'm sitting here hearing myself and i hear tyler say something I'm, i completely blank out the music right so i can't even like really pay attention And then I stopped talking. I'm like, damn, that's loud. Um, It's like, hold on. (laughs) Hey,
0: I give you guys an A plus for effort. Okay. I I enjoyed it. I mean, because
1: it was good conversation. I enjoyed it. You know, that's what I said when I left, uh, you know, two weeks ago. I was like, hey, great, great conversation. Yeah. Horrible t- production on my part. <laughs> hey,
0: you guys will probably get another opportunity on that here soon. But so it's alright. I was like, hey, right.
1: I was like on, in my defense though, when when as far as when it comes to production on my stream or anything like that, you know, it's my own setup. I know yeah, what to do. Yeah. You know, I'm here. Uh, you know, there's yeah, not. You, a, I, you you did get kind of thrown in. Yeah, and there's not a giant <laughs> audio interface. <laughs> That's that true. I'm not told that I, I've never seen before until I started doing the podcast. Yeah, so let so you know. me pull up to the video
0: users. Hopefully, I don't unplug anything.
1: <laughs> yeah see that thing yeah. the fucking bells and whistles and yeah. buttons and noms like bro there's no way i was gonna learn that in 10 minutes that i had to <laughs> t- 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 the show <laughs> hey like i said a for effort I, I give you guys that uh
0: also shout out this may be the final podcast in this studio uh, i think by next episode of a terrible football show as well as like uh i think we have one more episode of animan plus in here the game static episode we're recording this weekend we're actually just gonna do it all remotely uh, since I'm moving the studio on Saturday, and that's usually when we record, so we'll just do that over Discord. So yeah, next, this should be the last episode in this studio. Getting the studio moved this weekend, so big shout out to that.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, no more sofa,
0: you know? Yeah, should be getting rid of, uh, should be getting rid of the futon
1: uh, for an, probably an actual sofa, so it's not as low Which, to the ground. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I despise the couch that I have in my room right now, Okay, because you know, I live in... Uh, I'm still living with my parents until that whole situation gets figured out. Um, And the couch I have, I absolutely despise. So if you want me, if you want to sell that, (laughs) I will take it. (laughs)
0: There's a high chance that I'm probably going to sell it. Uh, just because, you know, I, I, I'm i already overloaded with couches going over into the new place. So I'll probably sell it. So, yeah, looking forward to getting the new studio set up. Actually, getting some electrical work done on it on Monday. So it's going to be a good time. All right. All right. Um, if you could go sign up to the website, we'd appreciate that. Sparky3.com. Uh, you can sign up for free or sign up for the premium tier $5 a month. You can also go check out the merch store, sparky3shop.com. Join the Discord, link down in the description below. Follow us at Twitter at Show And check out the other shows, Game Setting, MM Plus, and Top of Movies and stuff, which. We'll be having new episodes come out soon. I still can't remember the show that John and Zach were watching and something on Amazon Prime. I don't, I don't know what it was, but they're going to do an episode on that sometime soon. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to be
1: doing Moon Knight here in the near future as well. Yeah, Moon Knight when it comes out, what like literally it's like the thirtieth, right? Like yeah, like next week. Hey, you know what comes out, what drops tomorrow too? What? Halo. that Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, and I have Paramount Plus. I forgot.
0: Yeah, because I got uh, Paramount Plus for uh, the playoffs in the Super Bowl. And once they confirmed that, oh, Halo's coming out in March, I'm just like, well, fuck, I might as well keep it. You know, I was going to use it for the
1: free trial and cancel. I've but. been completely – like, I watched the Super Bowl through Josh's, Iggy's. Like, we had him on a guest last yeah, season. Yeah. Um, I've been using his cable, like his streaming thing. For TV, and mm-hmm. that's how I'll watch the Super Bowl. I've been putting off my Paramount Plus just so I can watch Halo, mm-hmm. see how it is, and if I don't like it, I don't have to resubscribe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Halo's dropping.
0: Uh, Moon Knight got the trailer for Miss Marvel. That looks pretty legit. Uh, look, I hate how people are so mad about her about the powers. I know, yeah. I know. Like, I, I, look, I understand why it happened, right? You know, I know this is not football talk. We'll get to the football talk. Don't worry, we got a lot to talk about. So give it. Just let us have. Let entertain us for a second, okay? Uh, but like, when it comes to Ms. Marvel, like, I mean, like, I get it because like, even though it is Marvel and stuff and it is Disney, they dish out a lot of money on this stuff. Doing the sort of CGI you need to do for her powers, that's a lot of money. I don't know if they. I don't know if that's in a Disney Plus show budget Plus, I mean, you're about to introduce, you know, Mr. Fantastic soon anyway, and they're going to kind of like maybe blend together too much. Plus, Kamala Khan's going to star in the Marvels alongside, obviously, Captain Marvel and Monica Rambo. So, what, what they did with her powers makes her seem like more in tune with
1: them two. So, I understand the and change. And plus, like, you know, you could always build her up, right? Yeah, yeah. You'd always have her learn, like, how to, you know, use her powers eventually and grow into that, especially, like, if you go into a big, big time box Office movie where you do have yeah yeah you know that kind of money to do that, but man at some point I want to I want to come on to watching movies and stuff because I mean this next three months we've got three bangers coming out and we got Morbius coming out uh, we got yep. no we got Doctor Strange coming out next month
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then no is it Morbius and then Doctor Strange or is it Doctor Strange and, no yeah it's Morbius first, yeah I think it's Morbius and then Morbius and then Doctor Strange and then um there's another movie that comes after Doctor Strange Thor. I think Thor. So. I think it's Thor, uh, Love and
0: Thunder. I yeah. think it's the next and one. And then
1: in between that, you know, we have a She-Hulk series coming up. Yeah, yeah. We've got, which is gonna probably going to have uh, Bruce Banner in it. Um, and also rumored to have um, Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Daredevil in mm-hmm. it. So, and then, of course, Moon Knight is yep. coming out on the 30th. Like, at some point, I want to get on this well, show. Well, here, here's what I'll tell you.
0: Out of all the boys that's kind of been on the show so far, I think I'm the only one that's, like, dead set, for fully determined to watch Moon Knight every week. So if you want to watch Moon Knight every week, no, I, we can do the show. I've
1: watched, <laughs> I've watched every Disney Plus series that they've come out from, you know, What If yeah, yeah. to Loki to, um, you know, the... WandaVision, Captain, Wanda falcon Vision, Falcon. Like, I've watched mm-hmm. all of them. week, Like, as they came out, I've watched them. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I'm planning on watching Moon Knight, especially since, honestly, I don't know much about him as far as, like, going into Marvel. I know a little bit about him just from comics here and there. Yeah, but yeah, But I don't know a lot about him, so I'm looking forward to learning. Oh, so.
0: last little tidbit on this before we jump over to actual football talk. Uh, this is pretty dope, especially since you told me that off-record you know, off that you're about to get Game Pass here soon. I did see earlier that Game Pass Ultimate subscribers can get like a three-month free trial of Marvel Unlimited, which normally Marvel Unlimited is only like a seven-day trial. So a three-month trial to go through Marvel Unlimited, which, which has like 22,000 Marvel comics, could be a good play for you. It definitely is like I'm like once I saw that earlier I'm just like ooh hello I'm a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber let's go hello yeah so that's pretty pumped all right let's jump into football talk because my God okay so first question is this the craziest off season you've ever seen
1: man uh, as far as I can know yes. Uh, it's insane. Um, just as far as just the scale of moves and the big-time players moving around. Yep. Which we kind of figured, right, it was going to happen. We didn't. I, I thought Von Miller was going to go somewhere else. I didn't think he was going to stay with the Rams. Um, Deshaun Watson, I figured that once his whole case kind of figured out, I knew he was going to go somewhere else. Yep. Um, I didn't think Baker was going to go somewhere else. But here we are. Here we are. Yep. Yep. Um, we had a feeling that Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll or both of them was gonna move on from yep. Seattle at some point. Yep. Um we knew that if it was gonna happen this year, that was gonna happen before the draft. Yep. So during free agency during this time, again, we were right. Um so a lot of the stuff we kind of predicted. We didn't fully expect it to happen in that way, but literally everything we've talked about in the last, you know, four episodes. It's come true. It's come true. So you've developed into this. So what he's telling you
0: is that if you're not already subscribed, you need to subscribe and listen to our show because we know
1: what we're talking about sometimes, (laughs) even though it's a terrible football show. It's like a 50-50 shot, but somehow we just like, got a full house on this hand well
0: so. see i've told the boys this off off record and i think i mentioned on, on on recording as well like our branding is the perfect branding because while we've gotten a lot of shit right if we get shit wrong we can just
1: blame it on the branding we're a terrible yeah.
0: football show i mean what do you expect from us we, we do
1: the minimum effort to give you like the news and make sure it's correct and our opinions on Bingo. it Bingo. go but other than that minimum effort. Yep. You know, bingo. it's 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 the opposite of Deadpool, right? Yep.
0: Minimum, exactly. Minimum effort. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just you know, a couple weeks ago, of course, you guys already chat about Russell Wilson. Crazy shit happened there. You know, obviously Tom Brady pulled a one eighty. He's back in the league. You Which know, honestly,
1: I didn't see that coming. I, see, I, I, I didn't. Was... I didn't
0: either. I, I actually did think he was done. Yeah, I, I fully thought he was done. Yeah. So I mean, like those two things, massive things that's happened. You know, all the Aaron Rodgers stuff was happening with how he was going to stay with the Packers. Lots of Shit happened then and now fast forward to now deshaun watson lots of talk over the past few days had it narrowed down to like four teams where it's like the browns uh the falcons the saints the panthers he said basically no to the panthers he actually said no to the browns and it was down to the falcons and the saints and it looked like the falcons was going to pull it out because he actually personally requested a second talk with the falcons so i mean it was looking pretty likely you know and at that time you know matt ryan was saying his preferred destination would be the colts hey shocker guess what he got traded to the colts but then out, out, you know out of nowhere you know it's like by god is that the browns with a steel chair coming out of nowhere getting the dub with i mean it's the contract man Deshaun Watson traded to the Cleveland Browns, 230 million dollar contract but every single dollar is fully guaranteed. That's insane.
1: So yeah, me and me and Josh had this conversation last night actually. I thought it was 183 million guaranteed and then the rest were based on incentives. But I did double check it this morning or this afternoon before I came on the show, yeah. Two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. Yeah. And, contract. and the thing is about this, like what you know, what was
0: all happening last week with all the Deshaun Watson fallout of this is you know, of course Matt Ryan was kind of pitching his preferred destination. You know, Baker, once all this was come out, Baker was just, you know, put out his emotional air quotes emotional uh statement about the Browns thanking him that he's that he's formally requesting a trade. Browns literally telling him, Nah, shut the fuck up. You know, we're not trading you. Then of course they get their guy. And now here we are, Baker. What's his landing spot? You know, because, uh, you know, if, uh, automatically he immediately also said his preferred destination is the Colts, which let's be real, right, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks was going to say that because they Colts have a pretty stacked roster. They're, they were literally just missing a quarterback. So, you know, he said that. Ryan was saying that. Matt Ryan gets traded to the, uh, the but, Colts I mean, anyway. That's but, great for Matt Ryan. Uh, and now where's Baker left? Because, I mean, Carolina is already kind of saying that Carolina is not interested. So all that's left is what, Seattle?
1: Yeah, you know – the way I see it, if I'm the Colts, right, if I'm choosing between Baker, who is playing inconsistent, don't, which don't get me wrong, I'm a big Baker fan. I think he's, I think he can be a starter and a Pro Bowl c- caliber quarterback in the league. He's, um, he, you feel like he's got the it factor. He definitely does. Um, but when it comes down to it, if I'm gonna, I don't even know how old Matt Ryan is. Right, he's like, what, 32, 33 if not older. probably mid thirties. Yeah. So I mean, two thousand eight was his draft year. Oh okay, right. yeah. So I mean, he's probably like 34, 35, 36, somewhere in there. I'd much rather take that quarterback over Baker Mayfield any day yeah. just because I know what Matt Ryan can do um, While Baker's a with question that mark. team. Yeah, while he's still kind of a question mark. But Baker, I mean, he's still only been in the league, what, four years, five yeah, years? Yeah, four years. So, you know, he's still got a lot of time to grow when, you know, Matt Ryan's been in the league for 14. Yeah. So, you know, as far as a call it, it, made the right move. Oh yeah, I honestly didn't see it coming. I thought he was going to stay with Atlanta. Um, and then Colts wouldn't get somebody else because I didn't think the Colts were wanting to do what the Rams did last year and bring in a veteran quarterback. Yeah. Pay them the kind of money they did and, mm-hmm. and kind of build around him, but they are. Um, I think we're going to go all in because rumors that I've seen is Julio's got two destinations on his mind Colts and um, Bucks. I could see both of those, yeah. So, and then Odell is. God, I would
0: love it if he went to the
1: Colts. That'd be awesome.
0: That reunion of Ryan and Julio, let's go.
1: Yeah, I know. That would be awesome. And then there's um, rumors that Baker is interested in, or not Baker, um, Odell is interested in going back to Cleveland. Ah, yeah, playing with Deshaun. Playing with Deshaun, especially now since he'll be the number one guy and more Jarvis Landry, which we'll still wait. And I don't think. He hasn't been signed. He hasn't been signed yet. I love
0: Jarvis. I hope he gets signed.
1: I, I do too. Um, you know, look forward to, you know, there's rumors saying that Denver is looking at Jarvis and, but yeah, as far as Baker goes though, I think he, he may have to go to a place and compete, you know, a yeah. place like Seattle, um, maybe a place like, uh, I mean, Carolina, but they, they already said that, Hey, we don't want you Yeah, because you know, we'll, we'll talk about this more later, but the quarterbacks in the draft they're happy about. I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to ruin the conversation. But Right, right. You know, it's – he may just have to go to a place and either accept a backup role for now um, or try and go somewhere and compete. I think he's – honestly, I,
0: I was telling you this before we started, I honestly just have a gut feeling the dude's about to be jobless. I really think they're – I think the Browns are legitimately just going to have to release him and just take the hit on it because they're not going to find a trade partner. Like, I really actually think that's about to happen.
1: Which, honestly, don't be surprised if that happens, and then they're able to get him, sign him at a much cheaper rate. Yeah. Um. You know, and get him to compete, you know, g- give him that chip on the shoulder, kind of right. play with and see how he plays. Because, I mean, we all know when Baker has a chip on his shoulder, that's when he plays the best. Yeah. I mean, when he was being, you know, called trash in, in Oklahoma, that's – you know when he played his best and was stabbing flags and uh, yeah, in yeah. the field. So yep. you know, hey, it might be best for him.
0: Yeah, it will. Um, you know, with Matt Ryan going to Indy, uh, do you view Indy as like a you know because the AFC is so stupidly stacked? Do you I view Indy right, as a top tier contender? Yeah, I think
1: right now in the AFC, I mean, honestly, when the whole Tyreek thing that we just heard about right before this, yep. I mean, it's really the Chiefs. I mean, my top three would be Denver Colts Chiefs right now in, in, mm. in the AFC. Right. Um, and it, it's it's tough. I think the Chargers are up there as well with the defense they've built. Bills as well. Bills as well. Um, But honestly, like, you know, for the last four years really. Still the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Totally forgot about them. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's really been the Chiefs the last four years. Yeah, it it's has. Like, okay, preseason favorite, Chiefs. Like, yeah. It's Chiefs. Bills, and then everybody else. Yeah, and with the Chiefs, you know,
0: they traded Tyreek Hill today, and that news popped quick. Like, it popped quick that that they gave him permission to seek a trade, and then it was like I was literally talking to another guy, like another vendor I was working with from another company, and I told him that, and it's like I swear after I told him that, 20 minutes later, it's like traded to Miami.
1: I'm like, God dang, that was quick. Which, do, do we know the reason why he wanted out of there?
0: Just um, they weren't able to get contract uh, extension done. That's they, that's why, he, you know, immediately you saw the news where he got extended for like a $120 million
1: contract. Yeah, he's the highest paid receiver ever. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, which is surprising because, I mean, they signed Juju, which that's going to be atrocious to see. I but, you know. Juju and the Jackson thing, man, I'm not excited. To, I'm not excited to
0: get to see this shit. It's going to be... Uh, terribly annoying. It's going to be so cringe. Like <laughs> I like dude, I I love watching Patrick, you know, I love watching Travis. I love watching the Chiefs. They're a fun team. I'm not going to call myself a fan, but they're a fun team. But bro, the the collabs that we're about to see between Jackson Mahomes and Juju smith schuster may make me hate the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I I may just have to shut down social media to, during like, like Sundays, Christ. but um but as far as the whole Tyreek thing, what do you think? I mean, I'm probably jumping way ahead, but what do you think about the Miami's acquisitions this offseason? Yo, like, okay, it made massive moves.
0: Like, listen, all right, there was a lot of people that were completely just dogging uh, Coach McDaniel because of just like, like, okay, they listened to most notably the Pat McAfee show uh, with his interview because he had like an hour long interview in the Pat McAfee show, and there were so many comments on Twitter and on YouTube and whatever trashing this guy, where it's just like, no one in the locker room is going to take this guy seriously, just because he seemed like so much like a stone bro you know but it's just like no this dude's a fucking genius okay like legit like you, you need to look at mike McDaniel's resume this dude is a fucking genius of a football coach and they are making moves this guy is building the offense that works around him getting uh his guy from 49ers raheem more street more street uh mosher thank you yep. uh he they signed chase edmonds as well you know, they've now got Tyreek Hill. They've they tagged their tight end. Uh, I mean, they signed Taryn Armstead now, as of two days ago, you know, which is one of the top tackles on the market. Like they are building around Tua. And they are building the offense that, you know, he has like really been known for in San Fran, where the 49ers had like, what, 150-something yards before contact against the Packers in the NFC Championship where Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball seven times and they went to the Super Bowl. Like, yo, Dolphins are making legitimate moves, and I feel like the moves they're making, I feel like it's going to shut a lot of people up when it comes to Mike McDaniels' haters. Yeah, it,
1: it, I completely agree. Um, they think, hate him because he has a personality. I think as of right now, and I think they'll go, since they're making all these offensive acquisitions, through free agency, look for them to go heavy on defense in the draft. Yeah, and they, you know, if they'll be contenders in their division this year, um, they probably won't win it or come top two or whatever. But you know, in the next two three years, they they will be there. Yeah, they will be in contention. They will be you know fighting for that division. Um, it's and, just it's and, just tough, and really, it's it's what I kind of expected the Jaguars to do, right? Like this, like all they the made things, a lot of moves. I, I, that's what I expected them to do to, yep. for Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, Miami's got
0: it. Yeah, Miami's got it. You know, Jacksonville, they made a lot of moves. Christian Kirk, uh, the Sheriff, Brandon Sheriff, they signed him. Pro Bowl, all-pro guard, loved that move. Um, you know, they, they, you know Jags made some pretty good moves. Dolphins made a lot of acquisitions. I mean, man, AFC is, like, loading up. It is, because, like, You know, I, dude, like right now on the spot, I don't think I could actually give you my top three in the AFC like you did. I really don't because like, you know, Devontae Adams, of course, got traded to the, to the Raiders. We haven't even touched on that yet. I mean that, you know, that, and that's one of those things. Also a little tidbit is, you know, apparently Rogers knew about that possibility when he personally signed because at the end of the day, it's like, uh, and I feel like you've seen this a lot in this free agency and I've got some other statistics here for you. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, what I call not on second thought, I'm good moments already happening. Like, there's three different ones that happened, right? Randy Gregory, set to resign sign with Dallas, backed out, signs of Denver. Uh, Zadarius Smith, set to sign with Baltimore, backed out. Now he's a Viking. Uh, J.D. McKissick, he was set to sign with Buffalo. And, I, and this is an interesting one. He was set to sign with Buffalo, and he then backs out. And re-signs with Washington for the same amount of money. It wasn't even a pay upgrade from what Buffalo's going to pay. So think about that. He was going to sign to Buffalo, a team that could use a running back and a potential Super Bowl contender, but he re-signs the team that's clearly not a Super Bowl contender yet. You know, so I think a lot of and I've seen a lot of people bitching about like the A-Rob thing as well. Signing with LA, where it's like because there were reports that uh, you know Chicago offered more during last season, which we did, and everyone's just like, oh, well, you know, we offered him more money. It's like I think people are starting to learn that right now in today's day and age especially that the players aren't just going for money anymore you know what i mean like you can't buy these players like on madden like there's a lot of factors that go into it you know and that's how it went for Devontae, because Devontae is a lifelong raiders fan so i mean it, it just ultimately really worked out for him but you know picking like a top and, and plus he went i mean he played college ball with, with car and so. they were college roommates so i mean like that was going to be a, a like a landing spot and now the afc west is like the strongest division in football not even close you know bears traded khalil Mac to the Chargers, which as a the residential Bears fan, I want the record to be known. I am very okay with the move. I saw a lot of people talking about the, the value for it, a second and a sixth. I think we could have maybe got like a fourth or fifth. And that would have been dope, of course. But like, looking at it from like, my point of view, I think the value is understandable, even though I acknowledge he's probably about to go to L.A. and tear it up with Joey Bosa. And the reason why I think it's an understandable value is because you got to look at it like this. In four years in Chicago, I think he was a three-time Pro Bowler. But pro Bowlers are fucking jokes. Looking at you, Lamar Jackson, who threw 17 TDs to 15 interceptions got to the Pro Bowl. Uh, I mean, it's it's a popularity contest, right? Uh, first year in Chicago, legitimate threat. You know, he got like 14 sacks, I think. All pro, legit, right? No big deal. Next year, nine sacks year after that, seven sacks. Then this past year, injured most of the year. I get the value. Completely get it. I'm cool with the move because it took a lot of money off our cap. Because uh, right now in 2023, we're projected for like $121 million for 2023. So this move is a later move. And I get it and I'm cool with it. But at AFC West, loaded. Yeah.
1: Um, definitely the – I think, honestly, it kind of – I think Tom Brady and his agent kind of kind of heard murmurs about all the things that were kind of going on. And he kind of realized, like, hey, the, you have an easy path. You have an easy path. Like it's, yep. it's pretty much them and what I would say, them. like three teams. Yeah, Bucks, Packers, if, Rams. Yeah, easy. Um, and even then, like the Packers are hurting right now. Yep. I mean, with Devontae Adams being gone, who's he gonna throw to? Um, the Rams are go- Are going to be hurting a little bit. They've lost Robert Woods. Most likely going to be losing Odell. Lost Von Miller. So I mean, even then, like. And the Bucks are continuing to re-sign their guys, yep. and then continuing to adding. Like we've already heard, you know, Julio Jones as a possible landing spot to go play with Tom Brady. Chris Godwin re-signed, Leonard Fournette re-signed. Re- 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 which, which, I mean, we talked about this weeks ago. We didn't think Godwin was going to come back. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, no, we all thought, I like, thought like, he, hey, was he was from gone Tampa, but they found a way and still got Mike. To me, trusty it, Mike. It's, yeah, it's the Bucks and everybody else right now in the NFC. Yeah, as far as the AFC, there's literally 10 teams who can be like, okay, yeah, they can win it. Yeah, like, all right, let's go through
0: the list. All four of the AFC, in my opinion, even the Raiders, okay? Because I think Devontae Adams will take them to the next level. Oh, 100%. I think the Browns are in there now. The Bengals are in there now. The Colts are in there now. The Bills. Who else am I missing? Is it just going to be those eight, I think? What, Chargers? Yeah, well, that, yeah, all you, four of the AFC West. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, th- I think that's it. Just like, there are eight legitimate threats for the Super Bowl. And then there are some other contenders. Well, let's 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 acknowledge that the Ravens are a potential contender, but I would say there's eight legitimate threats in the AFC, yeah. And eight. then some potential okay ones like the Patriots. You know, depending on how they you know work without Josh McDaniels, that's going to be a big question mark. Who knows? Maybe the fucking Dolphins come out of nowhere this year, which depends on how Tua plays. Yeah, like Ravens still like. Who, who knows? Maybe Mitchell Trubisky, who just signed with Pittsburgh, is about to take them to the next level. I don't think so. But, you know, who knows? Yeah.
1: Like I said, I mean, there's literally, even like I said, eight, ten teams. But there's literally, you know, you said eight guaranteed, which I agree with. But then there's probably four or five more that you're like, They're on the brink. Yeah, like like Titans, you know. Yeah. Kind of a question mark like, okay, maybe that's another piece here and there and they'll write there in that conversation. It's easier to say the bad teams in the AFC than it is the good one. Because you have the Texans, the
0: Jets, the Jaguars. I think
1: that's it. (laughs) Yeah, which I mean if we were if we were, you know, tearing these teams as far as the NFC. I think the Bucks would be the only S tier team. Yeah, I wouldn't have an A tier team, and the next B tier teams would be your Packers and Rams, mm-hmm. and then there's everybody else below them. Yep, just because of the question marks that it comes with the Packers and Rams, and as far as uh, as far as, you know, AFC, you know, those eight, eight teams, you can very well flip and flop yeah. them from A. Yeah, All will so for it. Yeah.
0: And uh, a couple little tidbits for the Rams. I did see they re-signed uh, Matt Stafford. They gave him a contract extension, yeah. so good for him. Shout out to that. It's like four years, $180 Yeah, a lots of money. Hey, well-deserved. Uh, you know, suffering in Detroit for so long. Uh, they, like I said, they did sign A-Rob. That's going to be a good signing to pair along Cooper uh robert was traded to the titans so we'll see how that pair, fares to the titans and then uh not confirmed yet i mean while we're recording it could be i'll hop on twitter and see if it happened but sources are saying that bobby wagner is about to sign with the rams and that's
1: going to be a big defensive boost for him that yeah, is going to be massive I, I think what i heard his top three teams right now are rams broncos and cowboys yeah so waiting for that news to break any time waiting for odell's new, news break to, to break any time And as well as Julio. I think Julio is probably the one I'm most excited for because I really would love him to go to the Colts and reunite with Matt Ryan and do something that they couldn't do in Atlanta. And, you know, I, I do think
0: that is a legitimate thing that's about to happen. Like, uh, like I think Matt Ryan going to the Colts, man, it really does make them a legitimate threat. Because they already have a very good team. You know, they really do. Uh, I mean, you have some of the best offensive linemen in the league with a couple, especially Quentin Nelson. You have one of the best running backs in the league, in my opinion, the second best behind, behind uh, Derrick Henry. You know, receivers, I mean, you, you got T.Y. who's getting up there in age, you know, and it's showing. Michael Pittman's okay. You know, at a guy like Julio. Be pretty solid there. Got a great defense, awesome defense. Kenny Moore, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner up in the front. Like, bro, those the Colts are ready to go. You know they are ready to go. Um, you know they traded Carson to Washington. I'm curious if that's going to be the actual guy, though. Like, are the are the? Do you think the Washington Commanders are going to like draft a quarterback or because you know how do
1: you think that's going to play out? Um, I think they, I think they will, but I think it'll be later than what. Won't be first. It won't be first. Um, and I think honestly, a lot of these teams making these moves that we thought were going to pick quarterbacks, um, they've pretty much all traded to get quarterbacks in free agency or signed them, right? Right. So I think they're kind of, other than the top two, can you pick a, a Malik Willis in my opinion? Which I think honestly, seeing the combine, watching highlights, and getting stats from you know from the combine and stuff, mm-hmm. I do have Malik Willis my number one quarterback. And Malik league. had a great pro day. Yeah. Great, great pro day, pro great, day. Great, great combine. Like he looked great. Um, there is some slight things that you know I was watching. Um, you know I tagged you on Twitter. It's like uh, the quarterback breakdown on Twitter. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. yeah I'll watch I watch that. I watch a lot of his stuff, and you know he was talking about how he, he he's kind of worried about this thing where when he cocks back before he throws, he slaps the ball. Mm-hmm. Um and that's kinda of was ingrained in him as at a younger age and it's really hard to to, to, to break, right? A yeah. habit like that. It's like a little
0: love tap. Yeah.
1: yeah before you unleash um, it. Um and then like apparently like before he throws, he'll like he'll click when he's t- taking his last drop. So mm-hmm. he'll he'll click and then slap the ball and then come back and throw. Um so that's that's kind of worrisome for some for some teams. Um because you know, if a corner catches that, right, it's it's boom. And then they'll break. They'll break on whatever ball he's throwing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as everything else, I have him as my number one quarterback. Um, I, th- I think he'll probably be number one taken off. I think he will be as well. Um, and then I think it's Kenny Pickett, and then I think it's everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could see – I mean, you could very well be see something where Bailey Zapp is the next – or Zappi is the next quarterback taken off third in the third round, mm-hmm. you know, and then Matt Corral is taken later on. Like, it's – it can be some as far as quarterback wise. Goes, you don't know it well, could go. It, it it could very well be- go be crazy. You
0: see, that's what that's what's so fascinating about this draft because it like. This draft, like out of the quarterbacks, is here. It's one of the weaker classes we've had in years, right? It is. Let's be real. But like what you're saying, like people are going to be listening to this, and they're like, oh no, he, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That uh, you know, so, you know, Matt could go later or whatever, blah blah. No, that's a legitimate possibility. It really is. Like you could see like Malik and Kenny go in the first round, and you may not see another quarterback go to the third. Or you could see. Matt go in the top ten the to Seattle. You could see Sam go in the first round. Yeah. You really don't know you, how it's going to go. You could
1: see... <laughs> this you, is going to be wild. You could see all six quarterbacks go in the first round. Yeah. Or you could see one go in the first round and the rest of them go, you know, in the second. Or, or like, the third, or yeah. Or the third, or maybe in the fourth. Like, you never know with these quarterbacks because... Like I there's said, there's so many like questions. This year and next year is probably the weakest classes that we've ever had. Yeah, um, like really, none of these quarterbacks are like NFL ready. Yeah. basically, they're they're all like, um, what do you call it? Projects. Yeah, they're all projects. You know, there's not a quarterback that you're confident. You know, like an Andrew Luck that yeah. you're like, okay, I can throw him day one and he's gonna win me games. Yeah, because it's like the when you're sitting there as a GM and you you know you're
0: a couple pieces away to really getting your team better. You know, what would you rather do if you are a quarterback needy team, right? Like I would like a good example in my opinion is probably gonna be New Orleans. They re-signed a Jameis, cool. I don't think Jameis is the answer, so that's why I'm using them as an example. You're sitting in the mid teens range. I think like maybe 18th pick or so could be wrong. You know, if you're setting there and you have like maybe let's say Kenny drops to there, or you have, you know, you have like Matt Corral, obviously Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, whatever, you know, you're sitting there, it's like do you go ahead and take your project in the first round or do you improve your team? And and maybe get like one of these DBs because this is a pretty good DB draft. Or do you get like a, a linebacker? Or do you get, you know, let's say a tackle. Very good tackle draft. Very good. Do you pick up a t- uh, Taylor or Tyler? I don't remember which one. Penning from Northern Iowa. You know, or, or do you pick up Charles Cross if he slips out of the top ten? You know what I mean? Like why do, why use that on a project when you can
1: get someone that you know you can throw in day one? Yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting to watch. That's why I'm, I'm really wanting to – you know, get our next studio set up and get ready for, to watch this draft in April. I want to uh, watch it live. live. I really don't want to do um, a live stream for Because this. I want to do reactions because yep. on, you know, how teams are thinking, right? Because you'll be able to tell very quickly on how teams are thinking if they think they are ready to win now or if they're like, okay, we're not in a position to win there right now, so let's continue to build our team around and maybe in like two or three years grab a quarterback that we know that can help us. Um, because, I mean, like we've said before, salary caps going up every year, right? So, you know, if you're in the later rounds and you're like a saint, right, with Jameis, you're like, okay, well, he's not the answer right now, but he, he is good enough to win us games here and there. Right. To keep us in a somewhat conversation to where we can, we could draft a quarterback. They could draft a quarterback at 18 and not play him for a year or two, mm-hmm. Right and then just continue to just build the team around. And then when the team's ready to – the, already there and formed, then you got your, your quarterback ready to step up. You can send Jameis off somewhere. Um. So there's a lot of things into it, and I'm excited. So. Hey, one one potential
0: guy, you know, and Shane already mentioned him to keep an eye out for for those later rounds. I'm telling you, Bailey fucking Zap. You get Bailey Zap in there to learn behind someone. Watch, watch like Tampa Bay get Bailey. Zap. I know they got Kyle Trask last year, but watch like Tampa Bay get Bailey Zap to learn behind the you know Tom Brady. Bailey Zap. I'm telling you, remember that name. Which you do know it's <laughs> it, it's actually pronounced Zappy, right? Zappy. It's actually pronounced Zappy. I always thought it was Zap. I'm a terrible fan.
1: Tough, dude.
0: Well, I, I kind of like that. It's a good – It's good. it almost – because when you said Zappy, I thought you were just saying like a nickname for him. No, it's actually
1: pronounced Zappy. Well, it I is a terrible watching, show. I was, watching, <laughs> I, was, I was watching Combine, uh, like, like, quarterback breakdown, and he was doing Combine stuff, and the announcers kept saying Zappy. And then I went to his, like, his thing or whatever, and it actually says Zappy. You know how it says the pronunciation? Yeah, it's got the E at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm a terrible fan. I didn't know that. But, <laughs> hey,
1: there's a lot of names I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, that's just normal. For I me, mean, for instance, it probably took people three years to, to, to do Tungle, Vallejo. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. So, I still can't pronounce it. Yeah, even it. then, it's a tongue twister. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Bailey, this, you know, I'm just going to still call him the Zap Man. But Bailey Zappy, the Zap Man, is about to be the next GOAT of the NFL. And now a couple things to also note that's uh, kind of surprising Honestly, with how this offseason's gone, that we've really heard no news out of. From some, I, there's a lot of big names that are moving, obviously. You know, you know, not you didn't move, but Tom Birdie comes out of retirement, Russell got moved, Matt Ryan got moved, Deshaun Watson got moved. But a couple of names that we haven't heard anything about that I feel like we probably should have. Number one, Jordan Love is Jordan Love, guys. I guess that. You know, I mean, he's coming up on that, you know, the end of his rookie deal. And they've only seen one game out of him. Aaron signed on for four more years. Are they going to deal, love? I know you guys chat about that. And then another one that I'm telling you, I'm telling you, someone needs to, you know, trade for this man and get your franchise quarterback, the GOAT, Gardner Minshew needs to get traded out of Philly. Let this man go. Let Minshew mania run wild somewhere. I saw that Carolina was interested, but... Like what you kind of teased earlier, Carolina is showing a lot of
1: interest in Malik Willis, yeah, as well as Pittsburgh. Lot. Um, you know there there was talks that um, Mike Tomlin had dinner with Malik and his family yep. last night. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and then Carolina had a dinner or a meeting with him two days ago, and it was apparently an extended meeting. So. Like I said, I, I think at this point it's guaranteed Milik own first round. It's just a matter of which team's going to get there first. If Pittsburgh wants it, man, Pittsburgh's going to have to make moves. Like, they're going to have to. And
0: I sent something to the boys the other day in the group chat that I thought was really interesting. Uh, popped up for betting odds for second overall pick. Malik was leading for second overall pick at plus 220. And I, I sent to you guys, and I just like, look, there is something happening with this second pick right now. Vegas fucking knows. They always do. They always do. Vegas knows something. It's like Malik 220. I think Aiden was like, what, 260 or something? Like, Vegas knows something's happening right now. Yeah, man,
1: and I'm telling you, if if Lions don't trade out of that pick and they pick Malik at two, don't get me wrong, I like Malik as a quarterback. There's so many more things the Lions need before they get that quarterback. I feel like they can carry the bridge with Jared Goff right now and still build other pieces. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, I think Jared Goff, and Carson Wentz both of them like I mean they will kind of always be tied together. Yeah. And I think those two those two are great quarterbacks, but got to have coaching like, you know, I think Jared Goff is is could be a franchise type quarterback. Give him a chance. Don't fuck up your team by drafting a quarterback number 2 overall when you can get a franchise to, to, uh staple type player like eight, um Aiden Hutchinson too. Yeah, which also with that, I don't know, man. I <sighs> as a
0: residential jaguars fan uh, i do think the jaguars still need to go tackle you know one overall you know i, I understand they tagged cam robinson they're set, you're set to re-sign him they, they they signed brandon sheriff which i love that move by the way i love that move I still think they need to get uh, Evan Neal or Icom, is as I pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think one of those two should go number one. I agree. Uh, but man, I don't know why. I just have a gut damn feeling they're going to get Hutchison. I had, I just, I something about it is sticking out to me. Where for my next mock draft, Alex Light's mock draft 2.0, available at Sparky3.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have Aiden go number one. I don't know why, man. It's just you know me me making that mock draft is me trying to get as accurate as possible, not what I think should happen. Because I, you know, I think for the best of the team, they need to go O-line number one, but I just feel like they're going to go Aiden.
1: Yeah, see, that's kind of what I did with my 1.0. It was like what I think your team needs. You know, if I was your GM, this is how I would draft. Right. Right. Um, You know, because I was drafting by positions that they needed the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I mean, you saw... I mean, of course, I fucked up with Jordan Davis, of course. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I immediately comment on the website I, I, about of that. Of course, <laughs> I fucked up on Jordan Davis. Of course, I would have him probably at 10 or
0: 11 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I want you to know I caught that whenever you sent it to me and I'm sitting there type Because I have to retype it, whatever, for the website. And I'm sitting there. T- I'll, I mean, I'm looking through it. I'm like. Dude didn't put Jordan Davis on here. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna tell so, him." So <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, I, th- you know, here's a here's a spot for you. I'm curious your thoughts on this. I'm looking as I, I was doing the mock draft here recently, which me, me and you joked that we keep having to fucking restart it. Hopefully, yeah. by next episode, all three of us will have mock draft 2.0 out. We'll see. But I uh, just. Even though I've restarted multiple times, I still feel like one of the best and most probable destinations for Jordan Davis, I think, is actually going to be uh, the Chargers. What do you think about that move, if they did that? Because I feel like, you know, you already got Mac and Bosa, You got Derwin James in the back. I feel like yeah, adding Jordan Davis, who has clearly proven in the, in in his play and this off scene, he's a freak of nature. I feel like Jordan Davis to the
1: Chargers would be insane. I agree. Um, I mean, adding a player like that, I was talking about it to, to my buddy. He – I mean he's what six six three forty. yeah, yeah, he ran a five seven or a 4'7", four, seven, four, seven in the forty
0: mm-hmm.
1: at three hundred and forty pounds. These athletes are next level Dude's a freight train, <laughs> and i I just put it in perspective, like um my buddy clifton he's a he's a like five nine five ten guy, mm. you know, a buck eighty, you know, and he runs a a four five, I'm like, yeah. This guy at three hundred forty pounds is running at two tenths of a second slower than you. Yeah, like it's insane. I'm it's telling nuts.
0: you, man. Pair Jordan Davis up with Mac and Bose on that line. That will be the the deadliest line in the NFL, like by far. No, hundred percent. Like, dude, I'm so pumped for the draft, and I'm so pumped to continue to, like, build uh, the mock draft and stuff because there's so many players that, like, uh, their their stock is continuing to rise as they should because one thing that I'm really pumped about that I've seen a lot of love recently is that, you know, like, once mock draft season really started to start, you know get, get going, like, we saw, like, in terms of wide receivers, you know, like Wilson and Olave, whatever, as, like, constantly the top, whatever, blah, blah. I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, recognizing the greatness of Drake London and putting him a lot higher in top 10. Uh, there was one mock draft. And it, uh, it was from a legit website, too. I forgot which one. Had him going number two overall to the Lions. So I'm like, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I do appreciate the Drake London love because this yeah. dude was balling before he got hurt. Uh, Traylon Burke's going to go real high as well. I yeah. mean, I'm still seeing Traylon potentially to the Falcons at, like, what, eight? Mm-hmm. That's still a possibility.
1: Yeah, I was watching, uh, you know, I've been trying to dabble in uh, some combine stuff and just watching, like, individual highlight stats from individual players from the combine. Of course, Traylon was one of the first ones I pulled up. And, like, all the announcers, like, as he was going through his rounds, were, like, all super impressed because, I mean, dude's 6'5", 245, you know. I love that size for a receiver. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, you know, he's still running a 4'5", sub 4'5", and, you know, 38-inch vertical. And, yeah, yeah. You know, has all this great hands. Like, I don't think he dropped a pass during the, the combine, which is – I mean, they did deep routes, they were doing post corners, they were mm-hmm. doing out routes, and of course they have that the line drill when you, you know, catch left, catch right, you know, so on and so forth, so uh, they were all super impressed with him. Um, I mean, at a, at the pro day, 30 of 32 teams were there mm-hmm. uh, at U of A watching him, so. Uh,
0: I, I think number eight overall is, is a good spot, because honestly, I would be... Legitimately shocked if the Falcons did not get a wide receiver at eight. Yeah, you know, they, they, you know, little tidbit we did not mention they, uh, with trading Ryan, they signed Marcus Mariota, uh, which cool. Shout out to Marcus. I love, Marcus is great. Love watching him. Uh, he is being reunited with Arthur Smith, the head coach, who was his OC in Tennessee. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. What, what you got?
1: Um, I mean, it's on Falcons too. Um, I was going to mention because uh, it'd be a nice spot because, like I said, the only two quarterbacks on the roster right now Marcus Mariota. Felipe Franks well and the goat apparently Josh Rosen he's still
0: on the <laughs> roster <laughs> there were there were you know nine mistakes made ahead of me and I'm gonna spend the next 15 years proving it well <laughs> all right bud <laughs> yeah, what's next. so funny is you look
1: at the people drafted in front of them and it's like not even comparable <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous uh but which which honestly you like I, I like that mindset don't get me wrong yeah um, I yeah. love a player with a mindset but I, you got to keep that to yourself keep it to yourself you know i'm a, I'm gonna look up that draft cuz instant like this doesn't you know cuz now we have video evidence to go back and be like yeah you're a fucking idiot yeah you know? <laughs> you're,
0: you're an absolute fraud but no i think for that like that falcons pick man i think like wilson's a possibility if he doesn't get taken earlier by like maybe the jets cuz you know the jets have two top 10 picks i think the jets honestly i feel like the jets with two top 10 picks i feel like one's going to probably be a wide receiver i feel like that's a strong possibility uh, I also feel like they're going to, you know, the other one's going to be like best available, you know, but it also depends because, you know, th- that first pick, they could go like a Kyle Hamilton at safety for that top, uh, number four pick, I think, uh, or they could, you know, go like a Garrett Wilson, for example. Because I, I have a feeling Garrett Wilson's going to be the first receiver off the board. Uh, after that, I, I think personally, I think it's going to be Traylon or it's going to be Drake London, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think um, as of right now, I think if I was going, I would go Drake London and Traylon at two. <laughs> But – and then, honestly, I like Olave better than I like Wilson. But, See, when I say – w- yeah, I have them at 3-4, and you can yeah, flip-flop yeah. them. So. When
0: I say I think Wilson will be the first off, it's not because I think he's the number one. I think Drake London is the best receiver in this draft and followed by Treylon. That's just what I'm kind of getting a vibe about, that I think Wilson could be number one. Uh, All right, so let's look at these nine mistakes made ahead of Josh Rosen real quick. All right, so number nine was Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle for the 49ers. He's not a pro. He hasn't been a pro bowler, but he has been a steady starter for them. Uh, Raquan Smith for the Bears, who has been robbed of a pro bowl two years in a row. This dude's a freaking monster. Josh freaking Allen, uh, Quentin Nelson, Bradley Chubb, Denzel Ward, all pro bowlers, and then Sam Darnold. You know, uh, well, we know how that's going. Baker at one, and then
1: Saquon Barkley at two. So, yeah, nine mistakes made ahead of Josh Rosen, all right. <laughs> Which really, honestly, I think everybody in front of Josh Rosen, I think Josh Rosen's the only mistake in there. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and say Baker or Donald are, are mistakes. Like, they're uh – uh I'm like, I, I don't I'm not not going to sit here and say the Baker. Po- the was potential is still there. Yeah, like, like We've seen things from them to where we're like, okay, they can be. It's just a matter yeah. of when they get there. Yeah, like
0: in terms of Darnold, I mean, he was fucked with the Jets. What do you expect? And then when it comes to the Panthers, I don't know what happened because he was playing like a fucking all-star for the first like four or five weeks of the season. I, I mean, that was our episode three title, I think, is Sam Darnold this is the guy. I'm pretty sure that was our episode mm-hmm. title. I don't know what happened with him, but I'm going to still say it can get resurrected. But uh, you will be curious to see what Carolina, Will do it if they, if they, at quarterback spot because they're in that top ten as well. Are they just going to snag Malik Willis at whatever spot they're at, like maybe six? I think it's six. Or are they going to maybe trade up? You know, trade up with the Lions because yeah, that's that's going to be the big thing. Is what is the Lions going to do? Are they just going to stick with two and draft like you know? I've seen some chatter. They may actually draft another tackle. You know, they drafted Pinay Sewell last year. They could get another tackle for the other side. You know, if really solidify your tackle spots, which is obviously very important, or they could just go the the other defensive player that's not going to be that that will be there because I mean that's
1: if Aiden goes number one yeah. or they'll trade out I don't know I mean I think if you're if you're able to trade out um and get multiple first round picks or multiple picks in this draft I I wouldn't be mad about it you know yeah, yeah if you can trade the number two pick and get you know if you just say they trade you know Carolina's what a 10 No, I think they're at six. Six, I think. So if you can trade a two, the two pick for a six pick, and then also get another first round pick for next year or a second round pick for this year,
0: that's a deal. That's a that's a hell of a deal. I'll fucking take that. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you especially if you are going to be the Lions, you are going to go defense anyway. This draft is loaded with defense, bro. I
1: mean, mean, like you are going to be able to get quality defensive players. Yeah. You know, in the late, to depending on how quarterbacks and stuff go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could very well see good defensive players going in the early fourth round. Yeah, for real. Because, like, when it comes to
0: that, with that particular situation that you just pitched, like, uh, you know, one massive need the Lions have is going to be DB. Like, their DBs are terrible. Especially since the one they drafted, like, number three overall, Okada, in uh, Matt Patricia last year has not been Anything. He's not been relevant. You know, they trade back to six, they could still get like, you know, uh, Sauce Gardner. You know, the, or they could get, you know, uh, Stingley, you know, which I would get Gardner from Cincy. I mean, I think you would as well. Yeah. You know, this dude's a monster. You know, I like how he did comment on, uh, you know, in his four years of since he, had didn't, he hasn't loud up, uh, you know, a TD, you know. Uh, he's like, well, I'm planning to continue that in the pros. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is a new island that's about to come in here. Yeah. I'm just like, man, my man, that's respect. Soft <laughs>
1: island, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that
0: is dope. <laughs> No, uh, still talking about drafts. Did you see the thing with, uh, I'm a
1: butcher's last name, David. David uh, Ojobu. Ojobu. Torres ACL or whatever. Torres Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, I did. I watched, Um, you know, it was at his pro day, right? Yep, at his um, pro day. I was watching that. I was watching film, and it was all, It was kind of blowing up on Twitter because, like. That the, one the, coach. The one coach, yeah. like, just picked up the ball and, like, walked away. Didn't, Didn't even check the on drill. the dude or anything. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me, bro?
0: Yeah, see, and I saw a lot of veteran players quote-tweeting that where they were just like, hey, young guys, you guys need to pay attention to this and realize that at the end of the day, this is a business. Like, and there's a follow-up picture where, like, all the Michigan staff, naturally, are all going over there and checking on them, but, like, all the people running the pro day, like, of the NFL, they're just, like, moving on to the next drill. Like, Yeah, because in, in their eyes, they're like, okay, well, don't have to waste to pick on him anymore. Yeah, which sucks because this dude was potentially going to go top 10. I mean, I think this is going to kick him back. I I I, still think he's a high talent. I I think he'll go like
1: second round. I think I'm not totally sure, and I don't want like pulling it up right here, but I I think I had him like my second or third linebacker off the board. It was like top eight.
0: Like, the highest that I've seen him go projected is, like, somewhere in the top 10. And then I've also seen him commonly in, like, the 10 to 20 range. And I, and let me stress this. I still think it's actually possible he could go in the first round because the talent's there.
1: I mean, like, uh, I mean, at the latest, I, he's going his second round. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of a thing that like you see with Jalen Smith, right? Yeah. I mean, he had that knee injury, you know, on the in the bowl game, I believe. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And still went. I think he second went. Round. Second round first pick. And... I still think he's a, I don't think he's on a team right now. But no, he's not. He's a great. But hey, he had a good run with Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. And it was still. I think it, honestly, it has to come down to like locker room or something like that, mm-hmm. because he was just released out of nowhere and then signed by Green Bay and then he was there for a like three of games weeks and then released again. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's definitely like a more of a personal issue when it comes to Jalen. Mm-hmm. But as far as a job, very well look to that to where like towards the end of the first round, into the second round, somebody can get a steal. Yeah, and uh because I've I've seen some people like some sources
0: talking where doctors expect him to have like that 6 month turnaround like what Cam Akers did. There's no one expected Cam Akers to be back for the playoffs, but here he was. You know, he managed to come back for the Rams, but yeah, and they're kind of just thinking the same thing for David. Uh as someone who has torn their Achilles tendon completely in half, I know I know the pain that he's going through because like the, you know the thing is also with that like dude, that shit just happens like it literally yeah, just literally happens. nothing
1: you can do to prevent it.
0: Yeah, because like I saw a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, I, a majority of it being just like fans saying they need to eliminate the combine, they need to eliminate pro days and stuff. And I disagree with that take completely because there's so – got to keep in mind, there are so many guys that are going to be fighting for that chance to get drafted. The guys like him, you know – I could see the argument of maybe he doesn't need to do the pro day or top 10 the, you know the the t- you know his talents on the tape it's kind of like Malik Malik didn't run a 40 but Malik flat out said quote I know how fast I am like it's like Malik didn't actually run a 40 but you know he rose his stock By showing what he needs to show that he can be a quarterback, not a running back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The tail's on the tape. But all the people that's saying eliminate pro days, eliminate combines, like that's that's a no go for me because there's so many players that need that that helps raise their stock. I mean, let's let's just use Malik as an example. He didn't run his forty, but like we're talking potentially Malik going like number two overall. Apparently, according to Vegas, would that would we have been having that conversation before combine or pro day? We, We would have the conversation
1: the first round. Yeah, but would we have the conversation? Maybe top ten right now. I, mean, I don't think. I, I think so. I had him before the combine. Just and I was a little bit higher on him than I than y'all were. um Yeah, you were. You were the only one that were. Yeah. Yeah. We had him like our third or fourth. Yeah. yeah. I had him. I think my second or third quarterback off the board, and I had him in the I think the nineteen to twenty five range. I think. Mm. Um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I would have not actually. I think I actually had him going thirty two. I don't know. I think you did actually. I think I had him going thirty two. Um but I mean even then, like, man, like no I would have not guessed what he what I saw in combine he could have done. Right. I mean I, I, I was high on him, but even then I was like, dude, like that's a damn good quarterback. Right. so So, yeah that does need to get eliminated because i mean it it helps raise stock for first
0: rounders and late rounders because the late rounders is where that's really important because that's where you that's where you see a lot of different names kind of pop up i don't remember his name i feel bad about it but uh the one uh punter who
1: ran like a four six did you see that in the Mm -hmm. combine yeah his
0: stock is rising because of
1: that (laughs) that's a fast ass punter yeah like shit (laughs) um but yeah i mean i agree i mean but will I hate on players that are you know top 20 projected and they don't do a combine but they do a pro day mm-hmm. no I completely if I was a top 20 pick if I was hearing things from if my you agent, knew you were like a top five pick yeah yeah and if I, well, I mean even me personally top 20 because I mean yeah, yeah there's you know there's a lot of money yeah, in the yeah. top 20 but I mean if especially if I was top 10 top five I'd be like nah I, you know I'll do little things here at the, at the combine but why take that spot from somebody else that would really need it? When I can go and show my stuff in, the, in my pro day and be, you know, in my own environment, yeah, yeah, and around people that I know that care, yeah, you know, one of my favorite draft stories was Deion Sanders. Have you
0: heard this one about the Giants? Mm-mm. Whenever Deion Sanders was gearing up for the draft and everything, that's that's like what the, is that the '89 draft I think, because that's the one with Troy Aikman, Emmett. No, not not Emmett. Sorry, that was the one with Troy, uh, Tony Mandrick, the bust at number two. Um, you know, had Dion, Derek Thomas, and, uh, Barry Sanders. That's what it was. That was the top five. So four hall of famers in the bust of Tony Mandra. I think that's funny. But anyway, uh, Dion had, uh, like some sit down with the giants, whatever. And they were going to have Dion take some test. Like some 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 long stupid test, and Dion's just like, "Hold up, what pick are y'all?" And it's just like, "Oh, we're the tenth pick." And Dion flat out left. He's just like, "I'm gonna be gone before that." <laughs> and he just leaves. <laughs> that's that's prom time for you though. Yeah. That, that's prime. That's Only what he <laughs> could pull that yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You, someone does
1: that today, oh, they're getting lit up. social media will have his ass. I know, bro. It would be ridiculous. Yeah, that he'd be canceled. Yeah, <laughs> by what the kids say today
0: uh also uh, one thing to quickly shout out here as well um since he finally made it upgrade the O line they signed it uh Lao Collins that's a good move love that pick yeah because I mean, they already had up. Jonah Williams and now they've got Lao Collins as well who has been naturally a right tackle anyway so Jonah can stay at left like Collins can stay at right. Uh, so that's a good move for because uh, that's the that's the Bengals' primary focus, man. I would say even in the first round, you need to try to draft a, a lineman because this is a good lineman draft. Interior or you know or the tackles. I feel like it's a good lineman. Dra- you like, gotta honestly that other line.
1: than quarterback and running back, like this draft is super deep at every position except for quarterback and running back. Yeah, I agree. Rod receivers are super dope. Linemen is fantastic. Every defensive position
0: I think is great. Linebackers, D-line, DBs, all of them fantastic. It's literally just running backs and uh, and quarterbacks. Because so like Your top running back, potentially, is either Kenneth Walker or Brees Hall. Brees Hall's stock is
1: rising. Which has, I, I actually have Brees Hall, my number one running back, on the board. I like Brees a lot, um, yeah. I, his combine helped him, in yeah. my opinion. Helped yeah.
0: him a lot. So. Um, so with all these free agency moves that we've had, I and mean, we've had a lot of big things. Von Miller, which I'll shout out to him being the first defense player to sign two one hundred million dollar contracts, uh, that's absolutely insane. Plus he's got like the most fully guaranteed money across his career. But that's a non, you know, that's a non quarterback. So that's absolutely insane as well. Uh, but you know, Von Miller to the Buffalo, big help there. Khalil Mack getting traded to the Chargers. Devontae Adams getting traded to the Raiders. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts. Um, you know Deshaun Watson to the Browns. You know Bobby Wagner signing with the Rams. Tyreek to the to the Dolphins. Uh, Amari Cooper to the Browns. Amari Cooper to the Browns. Thank you. I mean, like, like what 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 is your number one favorite move? And take fanhood out of this, since you are a Broncos fan here, Bronco and Seattle fan. You won no matter what, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what it, what is your favorite move that you think really puts the team, this particular team, really to the next level? Honestly, it's what the Chargers
1: have done. With Mac, with bringing in Mac, um, and then the other pieces they've signed, I think it's between them and Miami have impressed me the most with what they've done. I really like the the trade for Khalil Mack as well on both sides because I think it, it helps um, Khalil Mack. It helps the Chargers because now you don't have one person focusing on Joey Bosa, yeah, right. And as far as Khalil you don't have some one person, one person only focusing on him. Mm-hmm. Um, at times in Chicago, you would have that instance to where you would only be focusing on Khalil Mack, and then when his kind of production was downgrading, um, and then they would only focus on you know somebody else, and that really hurts your defense, right? Um, but then as far as Chicago goes, I think it helps them. Now I would have helps our money. That's yeah. the main thing. What I, what I would have liked them to do is get that second round pick and then make a 6 round pick a conditional pick. Mm-hmm. right if he performed a certain point then it could goes go. up to a fifth or fourth exactly yep. i would have liked to seen that i think that would have been very helpful um you know because we know what if he comes out you know and tears an acl god forbid or anything like that like you know that sucks Yeah. but yeah. in that in that perspective as far as a business goes you know, you could get instead of a six, you can go down to a seventh. Or mm-hmm. you know, if you go, if it comes a Pro Bowl, you can get a, maybe a third or a fourth. You know, right, right. Um, but other than that, yeah, I would have to say probably Miami one, Chargers two to take my fanhood out of it. Now, don't get me wrong, the Russell Wilson trade for Denver and Seattle, I think it helps Denver a lot because I think they're just they're kind of like the Colts. They're a quarterback and a little bit like a couple pieces here and there away from contending. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Jerry Judy being there, Ken Hamler has been great, uh, Cortland Sutton, Sutton, of course, they've got Javante Williams, at running back, um, and then on the Seattle end, you've got pieces um, to build around, right, you've got two firsts, two seconds, a fifth, and a sixth, and along with that, you've got uh, tight end Noah Fant, who's been great, mm-hmm. um, inconsistent here and there, but for overall, a great tight end, uh, Drew Locke, who's Promising here and there, but, again, you know, it is what it is. And then uh, Shelby Harris, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was part of the trade. So. Good good D-Lyman. Yeah. Um, And what I would like to do, what what could be very well seen is trading, um, Seattle trading a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick um, and maybe more to move up. Mm Mm-hmm. Because um, I I forgot what spot what do you know what the spot they're at right now? Uh Seattle. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Um yeah, you could very well see them move up into the top five with trading, you know, their next round stuff that they got from Denver. So that first, that second, and that sixth, and maybe even that even that fifth from this year, uh, could be in a package trying to move up. Um, so who knows? I would say for me personally,
0: I would say my favorite moves that have been made. Honestly, I'm, I'm gonna have to ride with you on Miami. I, I really like what Miami's doing. Uh, you know, if before the Tyreek Hill trade, I would probably would not have put Miami at one. They would have been my top five. But the Tyreek Hill trade, that's what tipped it over
1: for I me. I think. I think overall, before Tyreek, before I heard of the news this morning, I I think what I had Miami at three just because of the group effort they put in with getting linemen Mm -hmm. getting you know pieces that they needed to to fit with um Mm valoa tua um but adding tyreek hill just puts it over the top because you've got a superstar yeah, yeah. You know, you've got somebody that can take a top off the defense very easily and free up a Jalen Waddle, which we saw. I mean, he broke a rookie record last year for catches. Yep. I mean it, broke it, Anquan it's Bolton's record. Literally insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you um franchise tag just, just Secky, mm-hmm. which is a great tight end, probably in top five in the in the NFL in my opinion. Um, you know, and they're a couple pieces away, you know, especially on the defensive side, from being right in that conversation, right in that mix. Um, and in an AFC that got significantly tougher this year. Yeah. And that's saying something. So uh,
0: I also think out of like all the, the move the big moves that we've that, that's been made, which there's been a lot, obviously, I feel like the number one move to me that really tips the tides for a team, in my opinion, is actually Russ. Uh, Because you look at that Denver team, like their running back situation, not too bad. You know, you still have Melvin Gordon. You have the who was a rookie last year, Javante Williams, can get some improvement there. O line isn't too bad. You got a couple of young receivers, Cortland Sutton, who's already been start. I think he's a one time Pro Bowler right now, playing pretty well. Jerry Judy still has some stuff to prove. You know, could use a new tight end now. So Detroit, no, but that's fine. But you have a killer defense with Patrick Sertain in the back, Bradley Chubb, now Randy Gregory. You know, I feel like the adding Russ really tips the tide for that Broncos team. Plus. I I think very highly of Nathaniel Hackett as head coach. I do too. Um, But I also think depending on his situation – I really think Deshaun takes the Browns to literally the next level. but Because the, the Browns' big thing right now is who is he throwing to. He has still got Austin Hooper at tight end, David Njoku from uh, Miami at, at tight end. But, like, Jarvis is out. You know, obviously Odell got traded last year. Like, who's his receivers? But you got Nick Chubb and Kareem in the backfield. You got some pretty good pieces on the defensive Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, et cetera. Pretty good O-line as well. But, you know, the thing about Deshaun – while his court stuff is fine, dude could get fined. Like, I mean, dude could get suspended. I mean, like, you know, that's still a legitimate possibility. He could get he could only play six games, and he could get suspended the rest of the year. Like, that is still a possibility.
1: Yeah, the thing with me, I'm I'm a little less worried about because I think Cleveland w- very well will go either. I think there are three main priorities right now: is receiver, offensive line, defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, particularly to help out Miles Garrett. Um, and maybe to solidify that DB core a little bit. Um, but honestly, don't be surprised if they take a receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're really high right now on, like, a Drake London uh, or somebody like that. Um, but what I'm more worried about why I didn't put uh, that Deshaun Watson move up higher is because at the end of the day, I know he's put, been training and stuff like that, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, you have a year and a half off, if not longer, like from actual NFL play. Um, and just to jump from college to pro, the speed of the game is different, and then taking you know only being in the league, I mean he was in the league what four years, yeah, I think four um, before this happened so and then having to take a year and a half off if not longer due to this and, and you know and the time the last time he played the nFL was different right there was you know four preseason games and all this different kinds of stuff i I'm, I'm I'm hoping, you know, that the pace of the game is not too fast for him when he gets back in there. I'm sure it won't be, but it's also a question like, hey, he has a year and a half off. Yep. Like, rules have changed. Things have changed. Like, game's different. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Uh, and I still think Matt Ryan is a is a big the difference maker. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, I, I, that's the thing. I, we could very well be like, hey, you know, Matt Ryan – Russell Wilson top two moves of, of, of the offseason. Yeah. Because those two moves put those teams over the top and in and end to contention, right? Like 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 we said earlier, the eight teams. Yeah. Like the big eight, right? You know, now. Right, The elite you know, eight. There you go. Yeah, elite before eight. Yeah. you know, before them it was, you know, the sweet six. Yeah. You know, yeah. but adding Russell Wilson, adding Matt Ryan to those to those teams, the Colts and Broncos, that puts them in contention and maybe even higher up than some of the other teams that were already ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like I said, Colts and Broncos very well could be Super Bowl favorites yep. coming out of the AFC because of these two moves. Um, and even better if, you know, the Colts add a Julio. Or the, I really want know, to see that happen now. Like that. So, <laughs> I really so, want to see Julio. So, go you to know, end. It, it, it's pretty great, and it's easy to say that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, but as a uh, – Football fan, I you know I like what Miami's doing. I, I love what I like Tyler what Chargers are doing.
0: Yeah, I love what Tyler said earlier. Where Tyler's just like, you know, it's like this off season's being run by someone who plays Madden. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, true, I've seen that, <laughs> yeah. true, true. true. Uh, well, we pretty much ran through everything throughout the script. You got anything
1: else that on your mind that you want to shout out, throw out there? No, I'm excited for the draft. True. I'm excited to see the, what the rest of the free agency said. Like, there's still a couple key players that I'm still looking out for. Um, as far as, you know, you still got, so waiting to see if people are going to trade Christian McCaffrey, see if they're going to trade Saquon before the draft, um, seeing where Julio lands, where Odell lands, where Jarvis lands, um, because those three pieces and plus if Saquon or, uh, Christian McCaffrey get moved, um, you know, it very well could shake up from what, even what we know it right now. So
0: yeah, let me do actually do a Twitter check real quick, see if anything popped off and we missed it in this past hour. Because at this point, (laughs) at this
1: point, you just don't know. Yeah, you really (laughs) don't. I mean, I I have notifications set for every major ESPN analysis, and I don't have anything in the last hour. Looks like
0: looks like nothing. You know, still, like, the latest, I guess, big news is really uh, the Bobby Wagner stuff potentially going to the Rams. So, all right, we're 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 in the clear. We didn't miss anything. Uh, also, non-football-related shout-out. Shout-out to both of our teams making it to the Sweet 16.
1: Are you nervous for that game? That's a big one, bro, for you guys. It is. That's um, a big one. But, you know, I was talking to my brother about this. Um, after we beat um, – no, it was before we beat – before we played Vermont. Um, I was paying attention to it and I was talking to my brother and I was like, you know, it very well could end up that we play Gonzaga and me and him was like kind of weary about it. But I saw, I stated this, if we play like we played against that three game stretch where we beat Kentucky, Tennessee and Auburn, me personally, maybe some bias into it. I think we're the best team in the country. If we play like we did in those three, in that three game stretch. And I don't think a team like Gonzaga could beat us if we play like that. Yeah, but then again, if we play like we did, you know, in the SEC tournament or against, you know, uh, last game against, um, I haven't forgot. I've been so out of the loop. Whoever we play in the round of thirty-two, if we play against them, um, we're gonna get molly whopped. Mm -hmm. So it's and that's kind of been Arkansas's kind of MO in basketball, right? It's like, hey, at one point we look damn good, potential, you know, top player, top team in the in the tournament, but then again we can look like that we don't deserve deserve a spot. So. Right. Yeah, my bracket got busted
0: immediately because of Kentucky and Iowa. Thanks, guys. Uh but one thing I did have correct on my my bracket is I did have Miami making it to the Sweet 16. I think we'll beat Iowa State. And then I forgot who the two teams were that we had projected play. I know one of them was Providence. I can't remember who's do you know who Providence is playing by chance? Utah. I think it's Utah. Okay. Uh whoever yeah, if it's Providence and Utah, if we beat Iowa State and we go on to them, I think it's gonna be
1: Providence moving on. I don't think we're gonna beat Providence, but I think we'll I think uh, I think I, Miami will at least had, go on to the elite. Eight. I had Miami making it to the sweet sixteen, but I have y'all losing to Ohio State uh Iowa State. Yeah. Well, We'll see how it goes. I'm I- a big fan of Iowa State basketball just because of Javad, and I've kind of paid attention to him because of him. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, but I did pick Iowa to lose uh, round one. Round one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I actually had them losing um, to I think it was Richmond, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Richmond. I like them. They're kind of like my under, like my Cinderella team that I like watching them. And of course, like shot to the Peacocks. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like Davidson and stuff like that. But yeah, the Richmond, like the Spiders or whatever yeah. they are, Richmond Spiders. So, yeah. Um, and because the, from what I can remember, they always pull an upset at least one every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited hopefully we can make it, you know, if we, if we beat Gonzaga and lose in the elite eight, I'll be happy. Right. Call it yeah. a call to dub. But then again, like if we, if we beat Gonzaga, um, I don't even know who would play playing in the elite eight, uh, Duke. So we played Duke. And if we beat Duke and make it to the Final Four, I'd be really, really happy. i like, I don't even care. I've won the national championship. Bro, <laughs> bro, this state would be popping off. <laughs> it would be insufferable for me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, got a lot of stuff going on. All right. Well, I'm gonna hit the music. We're gonna get out of here. So, Shane, last thoughts? Like I just, like I just said, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Look forward to it all. Uh, keep an eye on the websites, Twitters. Um, we'll be trying to get news out to y'all as quickly as we see it. Yep. Um, on both platforms, Twitter, website. Um, hopefully, mock drafts will be out before next episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to get mine out this weekend. Busy weekend,
0: moving the studio. Uh, that should be all, That should be what's going down this weekend. So I'm hopefully gonna get mine out sometime.
1: Yep. Um, mine, I'll, I'll try and do it. But it just gets, man, I'll, I'll get it's almost through to it. And then like a top end team will make a big trade. And I'm like. See
0: the plus side but, is I feel like a lot of the big moves that's happened I feel like you know now we're at a point where if anything else happens it won't necessarily horribly affect the pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz like if Odell or Jarvis if they sign somewhere I don't think that like let's say they sign to a team that needs like a, a that really needs a receiver. I don't think that would be sway me away from maybe still saying they'd be a receiver. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I feel like the big difference makers are now gone. So I feel I feel a little bit more confident about making a
1: mock draft. Yeah, I agree. But hey, you know, but the thing is, like if, you know, just say Atlanta signs Jarvis Landry to a big contract. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe they maybe they won't. Uh, but who right, knows. Right.
0: Alright, well, if you made it all the way in, you're an absolute legend. We appreciate you for that. Uh, make sure to definitely stay tuned for next week Go follow us on the social sign up to the website, of course. It is for free. If you haven't signed up, I don't know what you're doing, you definitely need to sign up. Sign up to the premium tier, get access to special parts, like early access to podcast episodes. Uh, I think that's it. So with that said, thank you so much for listening to A Terrible Football Show. See you next time.